Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to the Brain Hickey Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about competing for mental bandwidth of your customer in this overcrowded, excessively busy marketplace. And forget marketplace. Wherever we are, we seem to be bombarded with marketing messages, and, and, and it kind of turns into noise, right? So I just got back from a conference in Las Vegas, and I'm walking down the strip, and I'm sure you've been there, right? You're kind of like a kid on Christmas, and you can't there's just so much stimulation and there's billboards and flashing lights. And now with the giant billboards, it's just constant ad bombardment and you can't get away from it. Even when you're sitting in a cab, the cabs are littered with ads. And the big question is, how do you stand out from all this noise? Now, I was reading this book by Jack Trout and I'll try the uh, book called Positioning. I've mentioned it before in the podcast. If you haven't read it, I highly encourage you. It's kind of a classic uh, classic book. And even though a lot of this stuff seems rudimentary to the modern marketer, there's beautiful gems in there that you take away. Uh, and this is one of them is he says that you know people get sensory overload and they have what he calls subconscious disconnecting. And you can imagine what the subconscious disconnecting is. You know, you, you're, you've been in Vegas for one day or two days, which is probably on the verge of too many. And you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you just stop noticing everything, right? You only kind of zero into taking your next step or trying not to get bumped into by the next drunk guy on the street or whatever it is. And we, we subconsciously disconnect from everything. So as a marketer, how do you position yourself or as an entrepreneur or a business uh, manager, whatever it is that you do, how do you make your message stand out and compete for that mental bandwidth. So I want to use uh, an analogy in the weight loss field. Now, what he says with Jack Trout, and I'll try, I'll try to say in the, in the book Positioning, is you need to join the dialogue that's already going on in the prospect's mind. And this is, I've, I don't even know who originally made this statement, but it's, it's kind of common knowledge to marketers. Join the dialogue that is already going on in the prospect's mind. Now, the industry of weight loss is just booming, right? There's new ads, there's new ideas, there's new fad diets, and every single week, it seems like there's a new weight loss, magic, miracle, pill, plan, strategy, diet, routine, whatever it is. But it's noise. Most people see it and it's noise. Now let's talk about this. Joining the dialogue that's already going on in their mind. So I'm sitting here on Facebook and I'm swiping through the news feed on my phone and I do it at a pretty rapid pace and I really only stop for things that actually engage me. And to me, I use Facebook mostly for groups and hobbies and mountain bike groups and things like that. And and when I ca when I see something that that is almost like they, they struck the same chord of what's going on in my head, what am I looking to fill? What am I thinking about? Oh, I'm thinking about getting out in the mountains and doing another mountain bike ride and I see an image or someone talking about something, I stop. But I scroll through so many ads and it seems like Facebook, I don't know if it's just my level of awareness or if it's reality, but it seems like Facebook ads, are, they're running more and more and more and it's sponsored everything. You can't get away from it. And people just tone, you know, you tune it out. It's like, I don't know who that is. And it's always some marketer. It's like a name, like Mike Hansen or whatever with the latest, greatest get rich from laptop warrior living on the beach with no money. It, it, it's all the same noise, right? And when, when something catches you, it's because it resonates. So again, weight loss. There's different types of people that are looking to lose weight and there's different types of ways that they're looking to lose weight. So let's say you're an individual who um, wants to lose weight, but you want the magic pill. 
you want to lose weight, you maybe have dabbled in some things, but but truthfully, maybe you're not thinking this yourself, but maybe you don't have the discipline or the time, right? Or the energy to make time to go to the gym and you're out and about and it's just easier to get fast food. So we all know that there's really no secret to weight loss. Restrict calories, burn more calories, period. Create a deficit, you lose weight. And what's interesting is it's so simple, it's so common sense, but it's challenging and it's a pain point because people look in the mirror, they're not happy with what they see and they think their partner's not happy. So everyone's going to try to crack this code for weight loss. So let's say I'm that I'm that guy, right? And I'm sitting here and I've got like four 16-ounce sodas on my desk and after work I'm going to go suck down a couple beers and I stop by the McDonald's drive-through to and from appointments. But I have two kids at home and a wife. This is a hypothetical scenario, by the way. And I just don't have time, but I want to lose weight. So when I see an ad, and in my head, the, the dialogue is, man, I really want to lose weight, but I just don't have the time, and I don't have the energy. I'm too exhausted at the end of the day, and I'm just too busy. I don't have time to go to the gym. So the dialogue that's going on in my head is, I want to lose weight, but I just simply don't have the time. And, and what, what really is going on in my head is, I don't really care how healthy it is. I just want to look better. So maybe I see an ad for a weight loss pill, like hydro cut or something. I'm sure there's a million of these things now. Then I'm thinking to myself, hey, that just joined the dialogue in my head. I want to take a magic pill and lose weight. Whereas the same company who's offering weight loss says, I will be your personal coach and help you through a virtual training to eat my meal plan and do this fitness routine and I guarantee you're going to lose weight. But if I'm that guy that wants to lose weight without doing any work because I'm too busy and I don't really care as much about my health, I'm going to gloss right over that. Whereas if I was a separate individual, let's say in this scenario, I'm a female, okay? I'm a, I'm a female in her mid-30s. All of a sudden, I'm having these thoughts like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to live forever. I need to start taking care of my body and get healthy and whatever it is. So maybe this person, this female, is thinking in her head, I really, it's not just about weight loss. I want to get healthy again. I want to feel good. I want to look good, but I want to be fit. And that's the woman who's going to see her. That's the prospect that's going to see an ad saying, follow this routine to be the healthiest you've ever been. So it's, again, positioning the, the value prop to the dialogue that's already going on in the prospect's mind. And I talked about this on a previous podcast. You know, what we really got to boil down and, and do is to identify our target market's persona and think how they think. And it, it sounds so rudimentary and it sounds so simple. And, and I'm sure you're rolling your eyes like, seriously, Adam, you're telling me this. I already knew it. I know you already know it. I know it already. But I still sometimes kind of overlook it, you know, and I'll take out a new project from a client. And I've been writing for clients in the finance field, in the art world, in the um, online education, classes, membership sites, and then all the way down to services, legal services, things of that nature. But you got to think what is going on in that prospect's mind. And that, that dialogue that's there is almost that chord that you want to strike. It's a yin and a yang. It's I have the solution that when I phrase this just right, Someone's going to read it and it's going to resonate and it's going to literally bring about this feeling and this emotion, almost like that problem got solved. That emptiness in their mind and their heart and their desires, whatever it is, gets solved. And we don't want to use this in a manipulative way. I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm so sick of, of this greediness that's taken over a lot of marketing. You know, I want to differentiate on bringing authenticity. And that's the next point that I want to dive into. So if you haven't watched this, I just started this Netflix uh, TV series the other day, and it's called uh, the, the Black Mirror, I believe. And I'm only on episode two. 
And what's really fascinating about it is instead of like a traditional TV series that gets you hooked in, you know, like um, The Walking Dead, where it's the same cast and the story evolves over so many seasons, this is like a bunch of mini micro movies. But each one really is designed to exemplify what our modern society is doing. All of the inputs that we receive as people wherever we are and how societal pressures have changed due to technology. And every time you finish an episode, given it's only been two, but I read a little bit about the show as well, um, you stop and you think. So I finished episode two. If you haven't watched it or if you did, go revisit, watch season one, episode two of, of the Black Mirror. And this guy is in this fictitious scenario where everyone lives in a pod, okay? And their only job is to go ride this bike that creates electricity and they get points. And they live in an interactive world where they're literally waving their hand around like, yes, I agree, yes, I, just, I don't want you. And they're like swiping things away and everything costs money. And that my favorite part is they play these ads. And if you don't want to watch the ad, you have to click no and it takes money out of your virtual account. And think about it. You're on Pandora. I listen to Pandora or Spotify or whatever it is. You got to pay to not listen to ads. It's funny. So they, they kind of do this, this parallel. But what happens is this guy is so sick of being bombarded, living in this virtual world and everything's being thrown at him. And it's all about buying, buying, buying that it becomes noise and he goes numb to it. And all he wants is authenticity and a real world experience. And the most simple thing becomes powerful to him. And then his message resonates because he, he ends up, I won't kill the ending for you, but he finds a way to get this message across and the audience that he's speaking to, they get it. And he breaks through all this noise and that's how a lot of people feel. I mean, I'm, I'm truthfully relatively fed up with Facebook. I don't use it that much anymore because of the ads and the bombardment. And then I, I click on an ad and I go to a website and I'm retargeted everywhere and I just feel like the whole world is screaming at me sometimes. But going back to this analogy with the black mirror is all this guy was craving was authenticity. And they really went over the top on the show to show how, to, to show how cheesy these ads were. And, and it's not really different from what we see. You know, I jump on YouTube and you got this guy standing in front of like six Lamborghinis and he's like, did you think one minute of your life couldn't make you a millionaire? Well, I didn't either until I followed my magic formula, you know, and it's just so, so over the top at times and it, and it gets exhausting. And what I like to do with, with copy, with messaging to join that dialogue that's already going on in the prospect's mind is to create authenticity. I want, I want my brand that I'm writing for or that I'm positioning or the brand that I'm buying from to feel like I'm interacting with a real human being to have that level of authenticity. And what's interesting, I just got a new phone yesterday. It, it's a uh, what is it, Samsung um, Galaxy S8. And I walked into the Verizon store. I am so out of touch with the phone tech. It doesn't matter to me. My phone couldn't hold a charge. So I go in there and they're trying to upsell me on the, on the cases, right? And I, I got one in the store uh, against my better judgment. But uh, they had two. One of them was Otterbox, and I have it right here. And they said, no, you should buy this one. And, and I said, but I like Otterbox. And what's funny is the reason I liked Otterbox is I had one in the past and it broke. And I just sent the company an email because I had two of them in the same part broke. And I didn't complain. I was super polite. And I just said, hey, I just wanted to give you guys some feedback. I've had two of these. And, and my second one on, on my new phone, the clip broke for the little holster piece. And they sent me an extremely personable message back. And then they refunded, excuse me, they sent me a new phone. They said, what type of phone and what's your address? We're sending you a new one. Again, I didn't ask for it. I didn't have to go through any warranty thing. I was dealing with a human being. Now, likewise, I got a screen protector for this new phone and I jumped online and I got really excited with the screen protector because it's like actual tempered glass and they guarantee your, your screen won't crack. And if it does, they like, 
pay money towards getting it fixed, but you have to register it. So I jump onto their website and I try to register this thing and they're asking me for all these questions and it's very clear. I mean, it took me, I kid you not, 30 minutes. I started to have a mild tantrum and it really <laughs> was it in the evening. My wife was not very thrilled. But anyway, the, the message that sent to me was not authenticity. It was like, this is a scam. You guys just want to use this to sell more of these, these protectors, but you're going to make it as difficult as possible for people to file the warranty. So when you can have this level of authenticity with your audience, now whether it's on how you put together maybe your videos or write your copy or portray your visual layout, when you can create a level of authenticity, you shine through the noise. Because you know, if you look back at advertisements that happened you know, in, in the golden era of advertising from like the 50s to the 80s, all of the, these old techniques they really don't work anymore. There's some fundamentals that do, but but if you watch those ads now, they're so over the top. And that happens more and more now. And our ad budgets have increased and increased. And anyone can run ads now. You don't need a, to be a multi-million dollar organization with a crazy ad budget or billion dollar company You know, with billboards. Anyone can jump on Facebook and be running ads in two seconds. And now we're bombarded. So to stand out from that noise and to compete and to gain that mental bandwidth that's just, just like getting sparingly shredded away in our modern society. We need two things, authenticity and to join the dialogue that's already going on in the mind. And if you can, if you can find that beautiful, powerful, uh, you know, golden cord to strike where those two resonate, you'll be gravy because the people that you're meant to serve, you're going to serve. And that's, that's what I like to say. Your only goal as a company is to connect with the people you're meant to serve, right? It's not like, you're Coca-Cola and you're just going to, I mean, come on, that would be pretty sweet to be Coca-Cola. Let's, let's not lie. But my point is you don't probably have a, you know, multi, multi-million dollar year ad budget just for like a billboard with a picture on it. You want to get in front of the most qualified people that resonate with your product and your service. So I will leave you with this. Think about your prospect and your customer. Ask yourself what's going on in their mind. What's the dialogue, the inner turmoil they're having, they're telling themselves this this story on repeat, and when you come across their path, whether it's through a Facebook ad, they land on your website, you need to resonate with that. You need to be the answer, the other side of the conversation that's happening in their head, and it needs to be authentic. You master those two things, and golden things will happen. That's all I got for you on this week's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast. <laughs>